Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We have another Feminine Mysteries episode. So this clip in today's podcast comes from a Rewilding for Women mystery school, a wisdom circle that took place maybe two weeks ago. Um, I love this conversation around really honoring our feminine and what is our feminine. I mean, for some of us, I didn't really understand my feminine. And I'm, let's be honest, I'm 44 and still learning about my feminine more and more and more and more. Uh, But I really didn't understand my feminine until, I don't know, I got a divorce, blew up a relationship, um, overrode my feminine, didn't understand my sexuality, didn't understand orgasm. I mean, it was all kinds of stuff. And probably early 30s, I started, just barely started to go, oh my gosh, there's this whole other side of me that is amazing and has so much wisdom and so many gifts, and I had no idea. Um, So you're probably not where I was, (laughs) Um, but I think... This conversation, no matter where you're at on your kind of feminine awakening path, let's call it, or your path of understanding the feminine mysteries, and again, my belief is that's just a lifelong journey, but no matter where you're at on the path, my belief is that this conversation will bring you something um, and really let it rise up to meet you where you're at and reveal to you what most serves, right? That's what kind of all rewilding conversations, but I think these especially that were created in our mystery school temple space, you know, that's what we call it, temple space. Um, It's a very different vibe than normal podcasts. Um, It's created in a circle of a hundred and some women, and this is weeks and weeks and weeks into the mystery school. So there's a deepening that happens and a softening. We could say there's also a softening and a revealing and a blossoming that happens. And so I do want to give a huge shout out really quickly and just gratitude to the women in mystery school um, for what you're doing and what you're creating together and the ripple effect that it's having. Um, And this being one of them. You know, this being part of that ripple effect, um, sharing with you all here on the podcast publicly. And I'm so glad that I get to do that. Um, And just gratitude to you all for being here. Um, Again, I know I say it all the time, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. This is very, very, very much a co-creation and it's becoming more and more a co-creation. I really, really, really am watching that and seeing that and feeling that. Um, Okay, I will leave you to it. Um, If you want to go deeper into things, there's always links in the podcast description on programs and uh, Facebook group and free offerings. Um, So just check that out. I'd love to see you in in wherever circles or in the Facebook group or the comments, the YouTube video. Um, There's a YouTube video in association with this podcast. Um, I'm always in those comments first couple days. So if that sings to you, uh, all right, that's enough of me rambling. Um, Get ready for some mystery school. Um, I really invite you to treat it like you're walking into temple space. You will get more out of it.
you know, if you treat it like you're walking into a mystery school space, it will touch you differently. (laughs) Okay, enjoy the episode. Let's just take a moment and feel into our space. Just a quick thing in your body, just check in. What's happening in your body? And then feeling like asking that deep feminine essence, like, what is it that I haven't been giving myself? What is it? What are the nutrients that I maybe haven't been giving this journey or my feminine essence? What do you need more of with like no judgment? to what this aspect says. Maybe she's like, slow it down. Maybe she's saying, you're still trying to fit me into a masculine box and I don't work like that. Maybe she's like, I wanna be able to emote more, like let my emotion, let these emotions move more freely. Can you just let me cry? I just need to cry. This is the feminine mysteries awakening in you, through you, around you. And just honoring that journey, because that's the real journey you're on, is these feminine mysteries awakening in you, opening in you, moving through you, expressing through you into your life. And what do they need? This moment in time, my gosh, I just need more love. I need more love. And even if that's just like tap into love, love of nature, love how nature loves me, love myself, love my friends, right? Maybe it's I need more sensuality. And let's step back into that place of empowerment. Y'all, we can give ourselves every single thing that we're longing for. Every single thing that our feminine needs, craves, longs for, is asking for. And I know that sometimes like, well, I just really want to express this in a partnership. Okay, great. Have the belief system then. Allow for that. Allow for that longing, allow for that desire to come up. There is no judgment in this and standing in our power, standing in our power that we are these magnificent creators. We are magnificent creators of our reality. But how can I be a magnificent creator of my reality in a way that honors my feminine awakening more? honors my feminine awakening more that essence maybe i need to create more feminine practice time for myself maybe i need to create more pleasure in my body maybe i need to create more wild just let it rip time in my life and in my world Maybe I need to create more space for the relationships that I do have to develop and unfold in the next way that they want to. I'm giggling because I just keep seeing like 
funny Instagram things or social media things around the feminine or like cliche things around the feminine or uh, like um, ways that we seemingly offhandedly in jest, like talk about the feminine. And I want, I want to, I want to bring that up into our circle. I think this is such a cool way of exploring the feminine, right? Like, um, like mundane, simple ways of talking about the feminine, how the world views the feminine, how men view women is a real, like one level of talking about that. We know it's much greater than that, but it's like how the masculine views the feminine, how, how the world talks about the feminine, like the feminine essence as a way of potentially showing us where some of our own judgments are that we don't know it, our own belief systems around the feminine, our own denial of these aspects of self and where we're maybe not nurturing our feminine, but we don't know it. We're maybe still judging our own feminine, but we don't know it. Um, right now, Venus is crossing Venus, the feminine in astrology. Um, moon is also feminine, but Venus is more the lover aspect of the feminine. And right now she's crossing into Aquarius, um, moving across Pluto. This is so glorious. It's just like truth. It's just truth. It's the truth about the feminine, right? It's the truth about the feminine. Here's what's hidden about the feminine. Here's what you haven't been able to see about the feminine. Let me show you like deeper transformation of your feminine moving into the new that's Aquarius feminine moving into the new new form like your new relationship to the feminine and Pluto here's what's in the unconscious here's what you can't see here's the subconscious here's what you think that you don't want to think that you don't know that you think that you swept under the carpet all these years but it's really how you deny your own feminine and I want to make a little bit of a space for that so this is not a space um, where we get to feel bad or we get to judge ourselves or we get to feel any shame around this. It's a space where we get to just shine a light on things. We get to just shine a light on things. We get to, it's like a, a love filled, complete acceptance confession space, right? Of um, where, and we'll, we'll share, like we'll just share with each other, like short and sweet shares around here's what I've worked through or here's what I'm currently working through or here's what I'm seeing or here's what I saw a year ago around how I unknowingly uh, hid my feminine, how I unknowingly shut my feminine down, how I unknowingly judge my feminine or how I allow others to judge the feminine. Yeah, I, I don't wanna put more words to it. Let me see if I can give a few, a few examples of what comes to mind. Um, oh, you change your mind all the time, right? Like that's a, oh, the feminine is always changing your mind. Can you just make up your mind? She's the fucking weather. She's the fucking weather. She's energy. And energy moves and it changes just like that. All the fucking time when we're plugged into our feminine. And that's the, that's the aspect, that's the energy that's moving us in the moment. And she better be changing every fucking moment because she's just energy. That's what she does. She responds to her environment and the truth of the moment. So it's things like that. It's things like that. So part of, I'll just share just a few different things. Um, for us to feel into part of what the feminine is doing. She doesn't even give a fuck what she's talking about. It's not that she's trying to get to somewhere in the conversation. It's that she's connecting. 
She's connecting. It's life force moving through her. It's just life. It's just love. It's energy. And it's wanting to connect. The feminine's always wanting to connect. She's being the interconnectedness of the all of everything. And so conversation, that's a form of her weaving the threads and being the interconnectedness of the all of everything. And she also wants love to be continually flowing. And so sometimes it's talking. Sometimes it's talking and sometimes it's just expression of life. Like this is the expression of life. I could be dancing it through me. I could be breathing the expression of life through me, but I'm talking it. That's the form in this moment to be talking it. I'm not saying it serves. Like, did you hear I just turned into it? Like I just started to embody it, to do it, right? Like, and it's filling the space. We want to fill the space. The feminine wants to be full. She wants to be full, the space to be full everything to be full, like full, full, full. And so lots of words, the feminine, when I run men and women's workshops together in person, right? The masculine, you literally, those who are identified much more strongly with masculine energy, they can't wait until we get to the silent moments, right? Their whole system literally just goes like, like, oh, thank fuck, right? Because it burns their nervous system out. Their nervous system is burnt out. They need more void. They need nothingness. They need the peace. And then you watch those who are identified more with the feminine, uncomfortable as fuck. They're like, wait, wait, there's no talking. It's like, you want me to sit in silent meditation? Are you out of your mind, Sabrina? Right? So the masculine is just like, peace. And the feminine is like, pain. So painful, so painful, fuck. That's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to know it and to not judge it. So that's why we're talking about this. It's not, it's to not judge it. It's like loose in some of these thought forms and to shine light on some of these things and aha moments that are really tangible, like really tangible. To me, this conversation is also us like bringing it in, grounding it in to our lives. Like here's how it's showing up. I can just weave in, um, you know, the objectification right? Like the objectification of uh, like the big boobs, perfect head, the objectification. So here's, we'll just talk about this real quick. Feminine is radiance. Like the feminine radiance is so incredibly beautiful, right? It's, it's, it's so, it's stunning. It's so beautiful. Um, It's very threatening to the masculine. It's very threatening to the masculine. The craving that the masculine gets and what feminine radiance and beauty does to the masculine is very fucking scary. It can be very scary. And so in order to, at a low level of expression, right? A low level of expression, in order to offset that scariness of like, oh my God, so radiant, so beautiful. She's gonna fuck me up, right? So radiant, so beautiful. Oh my God, it's gonna fuck me up. Like that's gonna knock me off. I, I won't be able to think. I won't be able to do the thing. Oh my God, all I wanna do is just like be in the glow of the radiance and the feminine light force and the love and the blah, 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 right? So it's like, if I diminish that and objectify that, I then can come out of a fear state of that knocking me over, that being more powerful, that hurting me in some way. So the objectification can be, and again, I'm just giving us different things to feel into. The objectification is oftentimes a way of managing. And it's the same for the feminine when the feminine feels, right? When the feminine sees like a feminine essence, like, you know, just this like radiant woman walks in and, you know, swaying hips and just sexual energy, like oozing it. 
it's not just the masculine that does that. The feminine will do that too. The objectification of it. The, it's the diminishment of it to decrease the threat, to decrease the fact that they feel threatened. It's not at all about, it's not, it's not at all about you as the radiant being. It's, a, it's about their relationship to feminine radiance. It's their relationship to feminine radiance. This just happened to me. I sent like the most vulnerable two minute video to my partner the other day, like crazy vulnerable. And I didn't hear back for like five minutes. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was like five minutes. And in those five minutes, I was like, oh, fuck, I think I went too far. Like, oh, Sabrina, this is that part. This is that part where you just revealed the deeper part of yourself and you can hold this and love this and sit. Th so if there's something I can offer around it is that vulnerability hangover is a beautiful, it's a beautiful place because you just went to a truth. You just allowed yourself to be seen, right? To, to be seen. And even if, they can't hold it, can you, right? Because sometimes like I one time got super vulnerable, super feminine vulnerable with my family. Um, and you just don't do that in my family system. Like you just don't go into feminine vulnerability emotions of when you got hurt. You just don't do that. You do surface level, like get angry or like defenses or something, but you don't go to like the deepest truth of in that moment saying to my godfather, uncle, who's like the boss of the family of just like, and, and showing him like that really hurt and like tears streaming down my face, like just deep, vulnerable, feminine of like, oh, like oh, that really hurt. And just showing like that's my deepest truth in that moment. That's the most vulnerable, truest, deepest, most real place that I could get to in that moment. Everything else would have been a more surface level expression of it. <laughs> he got up and left the room, like left the house, like him and his wife left the building. And, but to be there and to just be able to hold myself in that, like talk about vulnerability hangover. I just fucked up the family. I've never seen my uncle walk out on a Sunday family gathering in my life. And he just fucked, peaced out. But to hold myself and just go like, I'm so good. Cause that was my fucking truth. Like that was me in my deepest, most real place. And from a place of love from a place of like, this is the truest, most love-filled um, expression of myself in this moment. Um, and so just offering that out for us too, um, for whatever, however that lands or whatever that's worth in our space. You might come back to this in a year and be like, oh my God, I didn't see that. I didn't see that I was doing that because some of these things are really hidden and really deep. So let them ping you. Like maybe something gives you a stomach ache, or maybe you get like a side ache during a share, or maybe um, there's like an emotion, or maybe you peace out, like numbing out, escaping out. These can all be little tiny signs that there's something there for you. Something that I had to look at in myself was my, uh, my own assumption that I was too needy and my projection of that onto other people. And so it was what I found out a lot of times is that um, my partner, who's masculine partner, man, and it would be, I would assume that it would be me being too needy. And I would literally project that onto him so that, and it came with such a force that he was almost forced to respond in my expectation of him being like, you're too much, you're too needy. That was so powerful for me when I figured that out. 
And instead of it, I like words I can bring to it, what helped me at that time was to actually speak it and go like, I feel like, I feel like I'm going to be really needy and this makes me really fucking uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm going to be too much if I speak this and to like really own it, like own what I'm feeling inside. And so instead of making him feel what I'm feeling inside, I speak to the fact of this is what I'm feeling. I'm so scared. I'm so scared that I'm going to be needy. I don't want to be needy. I hate being needy. It was my relationship to being needy. It was my judgment of being needy, right? Not, not someone else's judgment of being needy. And it was like to speak it from that place and him to go, this, this is, this was his line. This is like one of the latest lines. He's like, you're like a bag of kittens. <laughs> I'm thinking like, it's this like ferocious, horrible, like intense thing. Like I can't possibly ask for this. And he's like, spring, this is like a bag of kittens for me. Like, oh, seriously? Yeah, and then of course I got to poke into that and test that out a couple times. Like, are you sure? Like, are you fucking lying to me? And it's just like, no, it's just like a bag of kittens. Like, and, and I love knowing your deep needs because I love serving them because that gives me purpose. Oh, that fucked me up real good. Right? Like, those legitest words. That gives me purpose. Don't take my purpose away from me. Oh, so my needs, my genuine, deep, real, true needs when I'm not being, you know, a surface level, manipulative, immature, adolescent girl, right? Because that's bullshit. But deep, real, true needs, like, babe, I need to fucking cry before having a cervical orgasm where I feel like that's going to be too much, right? Like, that's too needy. That's too much. But Dude, I need to fucking cry for a good five minutes here before I can even go anywhere near a cervical orgasm. And he loves it. Like, don't, that's part, that's my job. Don't take my job away. Don't take my purpose. This is, this gives, you don't understand what that gives to me. You don't understand the gift that your truth is. That, that sucked. <laughs> to just go oh shit it's all on me and i'm not saying it's it's all it's all on us i just wanted to give the other side of the coin again for us all to feel into just where are we at with this and what's coming up also here's the second piece to it i did remember surprisingly even after talking about cervical orgasm something's working up here today sometimes someone will look at our needs through a masculine construct and when I'm being the needing to cry for five minutes, I'm in an, I'm in a feminine, I'm in a feminine container. I'm in a feminine truth, right? But if they're trying to put me into good man role, like sometimes people will see men and women, doesn't matter what gender we associate ourselves with. If I'm trying to put you into a good man, like a successful man, a good man, a whole man, and you need to cry for five minutes before coming, like, what the fuck? So it's it's sometimes just having that conversation around um, or showing like, 
you're seeing me through good man eyes. It's like if I'm looking at my man and he's got a one track mind, right? He's a welder, right? So he's like working with his hands, got a one track mind. There's like shit that's gonna kill him. There's fucking three things of fire, flame throwing crap going on. He's got a one track mind. I'm like, how is he not seeing that? The dog needs to be taken out. The baby's fucking crying. My emotions are sad. The wind is blowing. Like he doesn't have diffuse awareness, which is a feminine trait. And so I'm judging him and I'm going, he's not being a good woman. He doesn't have diffuse awareness. No, because he's got one track mind. Like he's on a mission. He's on a purpose. He, all of that's gone so he can weld the thing and not kill everyone in the process. Does that make sense? So it's what are the eyes that someone's seeing us through and what are the eyes we're seeing ourselves through and we're seeing others through? Because sometimes we're trying to put ourselves in a masculine box and it needs to be a feminine box. And sometimes we're trying to put ourselves in a feminine box and it needs to be a masculine box. So I know that might be like, does that make sense? Am I, are we? And sometimes people don't know the feminine. We know the masculine much more than we know the feminine. The whole world is masculinized. The whole world is masculinized. And so sometimes it's also just like, we are sometimes the teachers just in our relationships and with our children and with our families. Like I taught my uncle one of the greatest lessons ever. And we've had like deep and meaningful stuff after that. That conversation has never come up again, right? Like it's completely shift the family dynamics in like the whole of my family line by going to that place. But it was in that moment and I don't teach by telling, I just teach by being. To me, there's this, this aspect that often comes up when we really start to own our feminine beingness. And it's a, what's required oftentimes is this deep confidence in self like deep knowing of self confidence in self i'm solid in myself i'm grounded in myself no need for the external validation do not give a fuck if i don't have the job that you think is valuable do not give a fuck if i don't look good on paper to fucking society it's my beingness and i don't need you to value it like i don't need you to tell me that I'm winning, that I'm doing well, that I, I, I am so solid in myself. I am so solid. Um, I, I love these words. I'm, I'm esteemed from within. You know, like I'm esteemed, like I'm soul esteemed. I'm esteemed inwardly. I'm esteemed. I don't need my esteem to come from external validation of having the right job looking good on paper um, the the valuable things that our societies or our families or the groups and structures around us put value on because um, i very much agree the the beingness is very devalued um, or not seen in our society uh, there was this, uh, <laughs> I read something once about if you were to put a woman in her like wisdom years, right? Just this like powerful radiating feminine essence, 
like crone, but very much radiating, very connected to her feminine essence and like wisdom. And if you were to just have her sit in a boardroom, just being everything in that fucking boardroom would change, right? Like she should be the one making like the CEO <laughs> fucking money, right? So, and I just remember that hit me really, really hard as a way of like seeing through um, blind spots or societal structures into something deeper. I know I judged the shit out of that part of myself that just wanted, wants to be cherished, like wants the beauty, wants to be beautiful and radiant and to be seen and to be loved and to be cherished and to be protected, right? Like that's, the other day, um, my partner said to me, these words like still just reverberate in my head and I could judge the shit out of it or I just love it. This is just what's true for me. So he goes, Sabrina, I want to protect you. And I was like, yes, yes, that's my strong warrior, man. <laughs> there, it hit such a deep fucking place in me. Right. And it's not the damsel in distress place in me. It's the, and I can soften and I can let go of the always having to be the masculine for myself all of the time and the protection and the life force all of the time and operating all the things. It's just like, oh yeah, I can be held and I can be protected and I don't have to think about the knock at the door and, you know, all the stuff and like being naked in front of the window because that's your fucking job right now. And I can just let that go and I can be more light and I can be more radiance for us and I can be more love for us because I'm not also juggling the protecting. Right. And so just as another way of looking into it is that's a that's a wisdom in us, too. It's a wisdom in us of like the next level of my radiance comes when I get to let go of my masculine holding comes when I get to let go of my having to be the protector also and the director and the leader of the thing and the decision maker. My next level of feminine radiance and love and like gifting out into the world of just an enormous amount of fucking love is to let this part of myself go. Something interesting. This is just a thought to throw into our space um, to add a little bit more is um, when we're in these really masculinized roles, whether it's our relationship, our family, our job, career, it shapes us. It, it shapes our bodies. It shapes our nervous system. It shapes our emotional bodies. It shapes our energy bodies. It, it, it shapes our hips. <laughs> like it shapes our movements. It's that, it's that tangible and physical. You know, like you see a, a businesswoman. Not, this is, this is not all, of course, but you'll see a businesswoman who's like, she's in such a masculine role. And she's wearing like the gray business suit. She walks totally straight and like you never see her crack an emotion, right? But it's like her environment has shaped her, that role and moving that energy through her body and her mind and her being. It will, it will shape, it will shape our thoughts. It will shape our bodies. It will shape all the different layers of our body, emotional body, physical body, mental body, right? It shapes, it shapes it. And here's the beautiful thing is that 
there's also an unshaping of that. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about our humanity and our pliability and our flexibility. Um, and so, you know, for some of us, there's a real reshaping going on. Like when we start to move, like, um, sorry, I'm trying to keep us focused and I'm ready to go into like another story example, but I'll, I'll spare you all the details of that. But um, it's like, when we start to work with feminine energies and we start to become more of the different feminine energies, it will reshape us. It, it will reshape your thoughts. It will reshape your emotional body. It will reshape your physical body. And so just honoring that process and what that looks like too um, is this reshaping that some of us will be going through. And it's almost like I like to hold it in a... Um, this may serve some of you. I like to hold it in, okay, let me come into, because sometimes I'll watch, people will go from like this uber masculine expression of life into like uber feminine, right? It's like the pendulum swings so far, but there's another way of doing it. Like that sometimes that's our path and that's just what is essential. But sometimes it's also like, okay, there's a reshaping happening. Put me in like the highest, truest place, right? Reshape me to the highest, truest degree. I know I am, I am both, right? If I go all feminine, oh my, ugh, it's horrible for me. Horror, it's fucking horrible. Like I've tried it. I've gone over there. It's so bad. And if I go all feminine or all masculine, sorry, if I go all masculine, it's so bad. Like shit gets dry. I feel like I'm in a desert, like just desert. I'm dry. I'm crusty. It's just disgusting, right? It's so bad, but it's so bad. But I have danced this dance and I'm always holding the, you know, like the, the like just put me in the highest, best place of, you know, whatever that is in my life, whatever that is in my relationship, whatever that is in, you know, my world and, and letting it be flexible. There are moments in my life or times when I'm very masculine. And then there are times when I'm very feminine. You know, there's like a month where it's just like so masculine, then a month so feminine. And then there's a month where it's so 50 50. And so sometimes a really good intention or a good practice is to turn it over to higher self, right? To turn it over to God, goddess, universal wisdom, like turn it over, like, okay, put me in right relationship to my masculine and feminine in my life, in my job, in my relationship, put me in right relationship, right? Don't let the mind control and go like, oh my, and we overthink and we go, oh my God, I'm a man. Like, oh, well, I need to and then you know we're still controlling the gosh darn thing so just as an offering if anyone's like oh i feel the reshaping and ah, how do i manage it pray just, just pray just pray hold that intention align me with the highest align me align me align me let the reshaping take place let the reshaping take place to my highest degree it's like that deepening for me anyways it requires such fucking vulnerability you know to go into the deeper realms of the feminine let's just say or the the deeper realms of myself or the deeper truths or it, it's it's such vulnerability and 
you know, it's even if it's not necessarily being vulnerable with others, you know, can, can we be vulnerable with ourselves? And, and, and I know for myself, um, when I can set myself up in a, like where I feel really safe and really held and really loved, I can get more vulnerable with myself. You know, even if it's like a little pep talk, like, Spring, you're so okay, you're so okay, you're so, I do say this to myself a lot. Essentially what this conversation is, fucking shadow work, it's in your shadow, it's hidden. It's, it's fucking hidden, it's in your shadow, you can't fucking see it. Like we're literally trying to see the thing that you can't see. <laughs> We're trying to point to the thing you can't point to. You're trying to, to to access the hidden, the unconscious, the subconscious, the stuff that's not here. Like we're, and um, and so you know, one of the things that I say to myself is, "I'm so okay to see this. I'm so okay to see this. I'm so okay to see this." Because sometimes we think it's gonna just like an earthquake will go off underneath us, and tectonic plates in our life will shift if we actually see this deeper thing. And also just to widen this a little bit, maybe um, beyond just our feminine conversation, which I want to keep going on that, but to widen this um, into life conversation, y'all big deep truths can be coming up right now. Like, And some of them are things that we might not want to see. Things around your path forward. You know, things around um, like true north callings, things around um, just daily life, like the shifts that want to take place in life, the changes that want to happen. And some of them will not be comfortable. They're perfect for our evolution. They're the greatest next step that we can take. They're the truest truth. Um, they're coming from a deep, true place, but they might rock the boat. They might hurt someone's feelings. They might rock the family boat. They might shift the trajectory of life that you and your partner thought you were on. They might, you know, they might rock things. This is an evolutionary moment in time for many of us. Um, my sense is it's going to intensify as we get closer to these eclipses in April. For whatever that's worth, you, of course, feel for you and you align with your deeper truth. But um, I also just see this as this really beautiful evolutionary moment, um, like a skip step down the timeline. Uh, and just, and to me, it, for my personal practices, anyways, it's requiring such fucking radical honesty like such radical honesty and just so much of like i'm so okay to see what i'm seeing i'm so okay to see what i'm seeing i'm so okay to see that i'm so okay to know that i'm so okay to know that i'm so okay to know that because it's coming also for some of us what's being kicked up is chiron is the wounded healer are these wounded aspects of ourself um, Chiron's going to conjunct the North Node here in five days. Um, that's going to be that's loud now. It's going to continue to be loud. So our deepest wounds, which is an all, oftentimes an unconscious place, our system, our soul wants to bring consciousness to it. It's part of our evolutionary path. It's, it's part of our wisdom. Chiron's a real wisdom aspect, but it's oftentimes the wisdom through the wounding and the bringing consciousness to the unconscious. Right. And so it can bring up all kinds of 
um, uh, interesting reactions in our system. When we're trying to be vulnerable, we're trying to be truthful, we're trying to be honest with what's coming up and holding ourselves. And so safety, because you don't know that you don't feel safe. <laughs> That's the other part. Like we don't know that we don't feel safe to go into these vulnerable places and to see the things that we haven't seen before. And it seems like, why the fuck would I want to open Pandora's box? You know, sometimes that can be like, shit's good. Like, it's good. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're fine. Right. But your soul is like, come on. And I think it's beautiful. We get to be in a mystery school journey amidst Chiron on the North Node, amidst this Pluto at zero degree point, amidst this sacred union between Mars and Venus in the depths of the underworld. That's essentially what's happening. They're coming into this sacred union in the depths of the underworld, in the unconscious. What the fuck? At zero point of Aquarius, the new. And I know some of you all are feeling into new forms of relationship the new, new sacred technologies, new ways of working in the world, new ways of collaborating, new ways of creating, new ways of serving, new ways of loving, new, like the new. And that's, that's it too. That's it. And, and sometimes it's this like layer of seeing the hidden and seeing the wound, the unconscious that helps us to get into the new, that is a part of getting into the new. This is exciting. <laughs> who are we all going to be in six months <laughs> did you hear i didn't say what are we all going to be doing i said who are we all going to be <laughs> honoring the beingness